Blog Talk Radio. Boy, you thought I wasn't going to be back here? What's going on, people out there in Wonderland? Sorry, you can't see the binger here live and direct from L.A. So let's give a proper welcome to everybody. You ready? Hey, hey, Tupac and Drake, can you say hello to these folks from the West Coast? Today is a very solemn day for me. Today is a very solemn day for me. Just got word about two days ago that my uh, Pantene chief passed away back in Congo. She was uh, also known as a general. She was my mom's oldest, uh, older sister, uh, older sibling. Uh, she was kind of bedridden for a while. So I'm kind of down a little bit, you know. I'm going back home. I'm planning on going back home this summer back to DRC, see what's going on with my own eyes, get on the ground, see what's up, creep out there to the East Coast, see what's going on in uh, Kindu, the uh, central side of uh, Bujimai, and see if I can get to the Kivu, see what's going on. But, um, you know, I'm a little down because there's a lot of people who, hasn't, who haven't seen me since I've been in the States, and I don't believe I saw everybody when I went, when I went back to Congo. So I was really looking forward to seeing mostly, you know, seeing everybody, my relatives and stuff like that this coming summer. And one of my worst, my worst fears was, you know, folks dying before I got, you know, it really means a lot to me. I know some of us come to the continent, you know, come to the country, or we go to some Canada or Mexico, wherever we go, Brazil, and we turn our back on our homeland and we just turn our back on the people and the culture and the love and what makes us us, what makes us unique, whatever your heritage is. But for me, the way I was brought up by my dad and mom, you know, Dr. Domingo and Dr. Kabongo, was no matter where you are, you know, Congo's with you and you're Congolese, you know, inside the house, outside the house. And where I teach, you know, too often I see a lot of the young immigrant children trying to fit into the quote-unquote dominant culture instead of being proud and standing for their own culture. As my colleague, Ms. Curtis, once said, you know, to make kids just, you know, just trying to fit in. And I think I said to her, yeah, instead of being beat down for standing up for their culture, they want to, stand, they want to like, just stand up to be part of the crowd. And for me, you know, my tan team passed away, 
just really, really, really irks me, particularly, you know, the whole scenario of her health and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been like a solemn, you know, mood today. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm going to play a, a quick song, you know, express how I feel for myself, a little reggae, uh, Beanie Man. And then we're going to get into what's going on in DRC. All right? Hey, Beanie. You know, my uh, Tarantine trio, he passed away. You know, my mom's struggling right now. My aunt Musa is struggling right now. Uncle Bongo, Uncle Anji, they're all, you know, Bombo, they're all struggling right now. So could you give me a little uh, reggae cut for uh, to show some support? Talk to me. Yes, Jen. I have to long I remember this back in the day, Jen. I'm a yeah. best friend, you know. I'm told me to shop that friend, you know. Before they told me to shop that, you know. She don't got to run the boat and, you know. Have you ever lost a friend that know the right to never done you wrong? Yeah. Have you ever lost a friend that when you're weak, he always make you strong? Yeah. Have you ever lost a friend that who's a gangster who could sing a song? Yeah. Have you ever lost a friend that everything you say goes along with? Have you ever cried like a baby without shedding a tear? Yeah. Have you ever seen your best and die without showing fear? Yeah. To feel the loss that a good friend have been there. I know things would have been different if I was there. Friend, you are up inside, you're looking down Your condolences to the family It's a remorseful song Another song of free mind if you don't then a grave yard Never send condolences to the wife and the kids and all of the dogs To my bad man friend was a fraud If you don't then don't a grave yard Never send condolences to the wife and the kids and all of the dogs Have you ever lost a friend that lose them all but never make the team? Yeah. Have you ever lost a friend who had his own but never saw his team? Yeah. Have you ever lost a friend who just get married but never touch his team? Yeah. Have you ever lost a friend where they send shooting down the nose and see come on? Friend who died in prison to take the blame. Yeah. Have a lost a friend who get killed just because you look the same. Yeah. Have a lost a friend where next man kill him just because it's me. Yeah. Have a lost a friend who never inform and don't ever fly the bed. Condolences. When you are up inside, you're looking down. Yeah. Condolences to the family. It's a remorseful song. Yeah. Another song of free from a bad man, friend was a fraud. Give it out and not a graveyard. Never send condolences to the wife and the kids and all of the dogs. From a bad man, friend was a fraud. Give it out and not a graveyard. Never send condolences to the wife and the kids and all of the dogs. From a bad man, friend was a fraud. Have you ever lost a friend? Yep. We lost a great friend. My mom lost one of her best friends, her older sister, Tantine Shioi. We'll figure out a way to get this show. Uh, to my relatives back in the DRC. So I'm Chioi, Tantin Chioi. This one, that song's for you. So we're going to dedicate this song, this uh, segment to you. And uh, I know you're with us right now, looking down, but you're in a better place right now, you know, with those that have passed before us. And you're going to guard our steps as we move forward. And as we talk about moving forward, today's show is entitled, Which Way Congo? And by that, you know, a lot of things are going on. It's been recently announced that the Rwandan troops are going to begin withdrawing this uh, coming week. 
of the deadline imposed by President Kabila was to the end of February, and that's coming up this Friday. I believe the Ugandan troops are supposed to withdraw also from uh, Congo, along with the Southern Sudanese uh, army that's with them. So now we're going to see what happens. Is the game going to continue? I mean, we didn't see any progress reports. We didn't see no photos. All we heard was 100 rebels here were killed, 100 rebels there surrendered, 180 refugees came back. But from what I understand, there were 6,000 FDLR. Where are they? Apparently, some of the leadership has been captured. But what will happen now? Is a couple of years from now, Kagame next month, two months from now, and the year, summer, is he going to say the FDLR is a threat to us? Because unless he planned this out, which he may have done, the next time he says we have to go into Congo to deal with them, people are going to say, wait, you were there in 98, occupying their territory, you didn't do anything. Then you specifically came back into Congo to deal with them, and they're still there. And now you're trying to say that they're still there. You know, I mean, come on, what's going on? But the thing that's a concern of me is the report said 2,000 troops, then it said 3,000 troops, then it said 4,000 troops, and next year, you know, I'm seeing reports that it was up to 6,000 troops. So how many Rwandans sold? 6,000 went into Congo. How many are leaving? <laughs> you know, that's the question. So which way is our country going to head now? We have elections supposed to happen in about two years. Who's going to run? Are the conditions going to be, you know, Afro pay to run? This is getting kind of like, you know, ridiculous. We need to really, let me tell you what's going on, and you saw this before, people, when every time a conflict comes to an end, particularly in Congo, they want to do this thing called mixage, which is where they put the rebels and the militia into the National Army. Then they leave the National Army in the same area, and they start terrorizing the people, and the people say the National Army is the most vicious uh, perpetrator of violence against the, the civilians, but the people screaming that are the very ones who said we had to, we had to integrate the militia and the rebels into the army. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what the situation is. That's what the situation is, is, is going on. So now which way is Congo going to head now? This is the Congo I remember. You know, when I see what's going on, we need a Maximus. I say it all the time. We need a Maximus like the movie Gladiator. You know? Father of a murdered son, husband of a murdered wife, and I'll have my vengeance in this life or the next. We need someone that's like for that, that for the Congo. We need someone that's going to – we have to have something that, can, that folks can rally – about Obama right out here. Though it was very interesting, Obama got a lot of the black vote, like 97 percent, but he still didn't get the southern vote. Most of the southern vote went to McCain. This country was very evenly split in that election. But we need someone that's going to generate excitement like that, like, whoa, who's this person? You know, could it be you, the listener? Could it be me? You know, God has somebody, but right now we really have to have something that can speak to the people and the language of the people. Because right now we have politicians that can speak to the politicians that can't speak to the people because the language that politicians speak aren't the language that people can understand. It's, it's a joke. Let me give you another song I want to dedicate to uh, Tantine Shoy. We'll take a break here. Uh, you know, I'm ba- you know, I'm Baluba on my mom's side, proud culture, proud heritage. So let me see if I can give her a little something here. I'm trying to think of what can I play for her. Because I don't know what her musical... You know, I didn't really know what she liked. (laughs) I mean, it's been a long time since I last spoke with her. So, man, I'm just really down about that. I mean, from what I remember of her, and I have memories of her, you know, she was just beautiful. You know, was just beautiful to me. All right, we're going to dedicate this song here to her. It's from uh, Shibangu Kadima, my cousin. Uh, Shibangu Kadima, and her song is uh, Intindu. 
So, Kadima, take it in. It's dedicated to Tanji Shoei. Kadima, Rumba Africa, in Hindu, 
I believe that album came out some time ago. We're going to use that song in, a, well, prayfully, he'll let us use that song in Once Upon a Time in Congo. And by the way, people, yes, it is true. We're getting a lot of people putting their requests. We are offering, we're about to finish editing together our, the promo for the film. There's really one scene I really want to shoot that I really want to shoot. But, you know, right now we're going to edit together. It's going to be available in a couple of weeks. And people, things think it's going to be real tight. But I did make the announcement that, yes, you send us an email, send it to a promo at onceuponatime.com. I'm sorry, promo at onceuponatimeinthecongo.com. That's promo at onceuponatimeinthecongo.com. You know, send us your name, mailing address, email address, and how you found out about the promo. And what we'll do is we'll send you a free copy of the promo along with a free copy of the poster. Yes, free. And we'll even pay for the postage. Yes, even in this recession. That is the stimulus package's first benefit. We can mail it for free. <laughs> the poster and promo. All right. People, which way is DRC going to go? Look, a lot of times people, when they talk about the Congo, they always want to start talking about, they want to start with, you know, King Leopold. We know that history. They want to talk about Mobutu. We know that history. You know, people talk about the United States. They don't start every conversation talking about George Washington in the Civil War. Either they start with their current or the last two presidents or current events or what have you. And what's happening is that we're, I've always felt that when we do that, we're putting our we're saying that the problem of the Congo didn't start today. It started 100-something years ago. Look, all those people that were there at the time are dead. The only thing I'm concerned about is the Rwandans and Ugandans are, are helping to destroy my country. And the people that are more I hold more accountable than the Rwandans and Ugandans is the Congolese helping them. Wamba the Oamba. You know, I mentioned his name on Jacques Depochin, who's kind of wiping his hands clean. So when we put our, our attention to, you know, the Americans, you know, they're not, they're, they'll deal with their internal enemies, but they only want to focus on the enemies out, that are external to deal with them, and they make it for them. You end up an a, a enemy combatant down in Guantanamo. So which way is Congo going to head now? There's a documentary being put together, some kind of short film. I saw it on, my, on uh, Facebook. I can't remember the name of the person that did it. I sh- Next time I come on the show, man, I can figure out a way to link it into to, uh, into our blog. But it really starts off almost like a movie. You know, and it's, it really ta- it talks about Leopold briefly. It talks about Mobutu briefly. But the thing is, he's focusing on what's going on now because what he's talking about from what I saw in the brief clip is the Congo he sees now isn't the Congo that he remembers. You know, and that's a big thing with us. So which way is Congo going to go? I got reports that, you know, these Chinese, you know, when uh, copper and all those metals were going at like, you know, $9,000 a ton, whatever, they'll make a lot of money. Now with this world economy, they're coming, is trading at around 3000 2500 uh, a ton. A lot of these Chinese businesses in Shaba, down there in Katanga province, uh, shuttered, closed their doors, locked the gates, and left, saying they'll be back when times get better. But in doing that, they didn't, you know, they let people without being, without paying them, you know, bills, rent, all these kind of things. Some of the places have a Congolese guard at the gate, which probably means they, uh, the Chinese may be coming back. But the governor said these folks aren't welcome back as long as he's governor. And that's what I mean. They came into the country, made all that money, and then when the economy dropped, they leave the country. Now crime is rising, unemployment, all kind of things. So people, when you hear about the global economy, don't think it's just in places where you think is an industrialized nation. Congo is an industrialized nation. Maybe not the extent of Japan, but you understand what I'm saying. And if you don't, call me. 
at 646-595-2892, 646-595-2892. Or you can just chat with me live. You got a question, you want to know what's going on, just rock it to me. If you want to send me an email, you know, Saeed at bayindogroup.com or skdabinga. S as in Sam, K as in Kevin, D as in David, I, B as in Bob, I, N as in Nancy, G as in George, A, at yahoo.com, at yahoo.com. So, people, which way is Kong going to go? You tell me. Which way do you think Kong's going to go? Which way do you think it needs to go? And if you, the way you think it's going to go, how do you think it'll get there? <laughs> oh, excuse me. I've been coughing a lot these last couple of days. So, we're going to get, dedicate this next song. You know, we're in L.A. And again, this, one, this segment is dedicated to my the general, Tantin Chioi. So, <clears throat> this next song is by Alejandro Fernandez. It's called Coma Estrella. Can't pronounce the whole thing. But I'm going to dedicate this to her. We're in L.A. So, let's get a little Latino flavor going on for the next uh, few segments here. Alejandro, show the love.
mi llanto Como me dolió perderte Después de quererte tanto Ay, después de quererla tanto Diosito, dame consuelo Para sacarme de adentro Esto que me está matando allá, allá Dedicated to Tantin Joy. Mother's gonna go back home for the for the services. So that's all, you know, if you can say a prayer, whatever faith you are, so that my mom has a great, a safe journey. And for my Tantin Musao and Uncle Angie, Uncle Bongo, I'm Bombo. And then all the other family that's back home in here that's really suffering at this moment. Which way is Congo gonna go, people? Which way will Congo go? Are we going to finally have peace in the country? Are we going to have prosperity the way it used to be, where everybody had a job? Or is it still going to be continuing of rapes, murder, and violence? This isn't the Congo. This is not it. You know, I'm going to have to take my little station and go back home and broadcast live from the DRC and say, look, the revolution is about to start an hour. <laughs> so, you know, people... We can't have another year of this, of suffering. We can't have rape and violence. There has to, I find out the American Bar Association actually set up a legal court over there and actually convicted eight people. So much love to this American Bar Association. Much love. I've got to find out more about that. Maybe we should give them an award because that says a lot. But we can't, you know, there's little events, it's, it's people doing things like that. Like I say, you don't have to be Congolese. You don't have to be an association. You can just be one person and one me, you know. And if it's not Congo, find something that's going to get your passion of the heart. You know, Obama, President Obama's not talking about Congo. He's, you know, he's, like I said before, he's going to focus on domestic issues. He's not going to be concerned that much about foreign policy. He'll leave it up to, up to Secretary of State Clinton. And if you remember what her husband did while he was in power or didn't do while he was President of the United States, you should have some concern about him, about uh, uh, Secretary Clinton. And on top of that, you know, Ambassador Rice of the U.N. She's never really been a friend of Africa. She's really never been a friend of, of Congo. Let's get that clear. Just do your own research and let the facts speak for itself. So Congolese, again, you know, we just have to have somebody to rally around to say, hey, look, this is it. It's Congo's, this is in Congo's interest first, only, and always. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, people, I want to know what you think. Shoot me an email. Rock me a phone call. What happened last time, we put, we did a, the segment dedicated to my word on the street to my brother, Omekongo. We, we were kicked off line twice. So, I'm kind of, like I said, in, in one of those moves tonight where you call and you call and we talk. Oh, here come the police, but they're not looking for me, so don't worry. You call and we talk. You chat. We talk. But I more just want to get some things off my chest about my, you know, my thoughts of what I see back home. I just have kind of like a, a low-key show today, play some music, and cool out. Look, next song here. I feel like we're doing a radio station now, right? Next song here is uh, Me Hermanita by Eventura. This song came out, I think, in 2005. I believe I was still living in Miami. Yeah, I was living in Miami when I first heard it. I like this song. It's really great. I'm glad to see this group stood, you know, stood with them, you know, stayed with the business, stayed with the game. 
music isn't really an easy game to you know persevere in, but they did. Uh, the song's about a brother who's telling his sister to leave her abusive uh, boyfriend. So I'm not saying my my general, my aunt Chioya was abused was abused. You, you, oh no, she abused you, but she won't be abused. You have, you don't know her like you know she don't roll like that. But uh, it's basically just showing the love he has for his sister. So we're gonna dedicate this to to her. And, you know the love I have for uh, my aunt, hey, Aventura. How's it done down there in Miami? Talk to me.
Which way is the DRC going to head? Which way is the DRC going to head, people? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Talk to me. What's going on? You know, we have about 27 minutes left here. There's a lot going through my mind. Just watching what's going on back home. You know, but watching them, you know, we did have marches. I found there was a march down in Atlanta a couple weeks ago at the same time that there was a march in L.A. There was a march in D.C., I believe, North Carolina. So that was good. But, you know, we can't stay at marching. I know George Clooney is supposed to go see President Obama to push for a special dedicated envoy to go to Sudan to deal with the Darfur situation. But, you know, apparently 300,000 people have been murdered in Darfur. And, you know, about a million what have you displaced. Folks, eight million has been killed in Congo. And let's, let's, get it, let's get the numbers right here. More have been displaced. We're talking about 50, 100,000 women raped. Let's not compare the death numbers, but let's look at the reason. Let's look at the scenario. Why is it no one's advocating to President Obama on behalf of the Congo? What's going on, people? I think sometimes it's just all talk, and I don't think we're putting on enough pressure. We can march, and that's good. But even the black Americans aren't marching that much. Well, they are, but we have to start using our economic power. I think sometimes that we, the Congolese, are in this netherworld of being in two worlds where Congolese abroad, yet we're from Congo. So we have our situations and issues back in the country, but we also have our situation and issues where we currently reside. So it's kind of like being pulled. Well, you know, I'm working here, sending money back. Working here, sending money back. But we have to get to the point where we say, I'm working here, sending money back, but I'm also, but I'm not really changing anything. And I know we look at our family and say we got to take care of our family, but folks, what's the point of taking care of our families if our families are just refugees in their own country? And that's what it seems to be. When I just see the stories of women just being raped by soldiers and no repercussions, it breaks my heart. And I'm glad to see that other people feel the same. It really just hurts me when I see how the, 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 the soldiers that really want to defend DRC are being forced to fight alongside those cats who were rebels and militia against DRC, and there's, they, they, you know, it's against their choice to be with these, these militia members who are now their comrades in the Army. It just hurts me as a former person being in the U.S. military of just seeing that kind of betrayal. You know, if I'm defending the country like, you know, our army did in 2000, you know, 1998, 2003, whatever, I'm not going – some guy's going to be joined with me, you know, who used to be a militia or, or a rebel was fighting against the country. He better keep his eyes open when he goes to sleep at night. That's all I got to say. Now I have this question, you know, where I teach at uh, in L.A. There's always this question about – I saw this history test uh, one of my colleagues gave, and he says a person, I believe it was a person that joins a group to fight against the government, you know, for their rights. And he's like, you know, pick one answer. So, but one of the answers was patriot. And I said, well, in our country, we call them rebels or militia members. So I've always wondered why the folks who are fighting against the government in Iraq are called insurgents, but the folks that are fighting against the, Con- the Congolese government are called rebels or militias, particularly rebels. And I wonder why, you know, the guys in American history, they're called patriots. You know, they're defending the cause and the people. Yeah, we have folks in Congo doing that. They're called, like, you know, heretics, militias, or rebel members, you know, or rebel rousers, whatever you want to say. So 
that's a question I've always I've always wanted to ask. <laughs> so, but right now it's just that we have to, you know, I'm hoping that the film, maybe the film, Once Upon a Time in Congo that we're doing, could be the the thing that really launches it, because there's a lot of young Congolese, 40s, 30s, 30s, and 20s, who are proud about the culture, but they don't have a concept of what's going on back home. You know what I mean? They, they kind of understand what's going on, what's going on back home on the different levels of the game that's being played over there. So I'm personally looking at Once Upon a Time in the Congo being some kind of spark that creates some kind of thought movement, movement of thought, some kind of, you know, action beyond the same. Some just say, like, my God, we didn't know this was happening. But show in a way where, the you know, that it could be explained without, you know, people getting lost in the storyline or what have you. So... That's my contribution. And with this station also, you know, this is a, for me, I just do this internet radio because I have a love for the culture and I have a love for my country and I have a love of, you know, providing news to people. So I'm trying to figure out other ways to do that. Maybe put a video, a video a link to this. Y'all can actually see me when I'm doing this. I don't know you as yet. But I'm not saying I'm the only person that's trying to figure out a way. You know, there are people out there, you know, the Dave Donaldsons of the world or the Ome Congo of the world who are doing things without a lot of fanfare, but they're trying to make a difference. So all we can hope is, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do, people? Hmm. We've got to have somehow... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Eric being Rock Kim, I want to ask you this question. Right. If if folks are going to follow you, you know, you two are the you know greatest rapper in history. What, what, what would you suggest? Rock him a thing. Oh, follow the leader. 
follow the leader, like Gladiator, like Maximus said, hold the line, stay with me. Everybody cracks up when I do that during the intro and we say, now we are free. So, folks, oh, we have a question here. Saeed, this is uh, Marielle from uh, San Francisco. I uh, love the music. Thank you for the different, you're, you're playing different tape, uh, different types of, I'm trying to be writing here. You're playing different types of writing. Uh, you're playing different types of, excuse me. I really appreciate it. I'm really sorry about the loss and your family. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Can you tell me what the situation is with Nkunda? Thank you. Keep up the good work. Signed off. Marielle. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Situation is with Nkunda. The sham with Nkunda. Apparently Rwanda agreed to extradite him back to Congo. We'll see. But at the same time, the Human, right, the Human Rights Watch and those organizations are demanding that Congo arrest uh, Taganda, the guy who repl- Bosco, who replaced Nkunda in the militia, the CNDP. And now the CNDP is talking about political integration uh, with uh, Kinshasa. That's not good because it usually leads up to they'll be appointed some kind of government position. And let me tell you right now, that will be a slap in the face to everybody that suffered at the hands of these people. If anybody in the CNDP is given any kind of leniency, any kind of, what's that word, um, immunity, any kind of position of the government, there's this word I'm looking for that escapes me, the person uh, that get protected by, from prosecution. From, I can't remember the word. But they're asking for that. Anything that does not allow the victims to get rep- uh, uh, justice is a slap in the face of the victim and a slap in the face of anybody worthy of the name Congo. And worthy to be called a Congolese. That's how I feel about it. So well, right now we're just waiting to see what happens if Nkunda pops up in Kinshasa, what happens. But what's the point? If they're not going to arrest the guy, Bosco, either, what's the point? You know, because I believe the Minister of Justice, whoever it may be, said, Peace is more, is more important right now than justice. You know what that means? They're not going to ship nowhere. So, Marielle, I don't think anything's really going to change. I think it's going to continue on. I think right now with the Rwandans leaving the Congo, supposedly, if 6,000 came in, 5,000 are going back to Rwanda. Because where are all these FDLR that they're supposed to have fought against? What do they do, push them further into Congo? It's, 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 it's becoming a joke. It's becoming a joke. So that's my thought on it. That is my thought on it. Because, again, where's the photo evidence? Where's the video? There was an air raid that killed some top commands in the rebel movement. Well, who had the, who had the airplane? I didn't know we even had the Air Force. It was the Rwanda's Air Force. So who, what? There's too much of this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, and no proof is being given on the ground. Do you understand? That's my problem. So you have to be suspicious of something like that. So, you know, how that's going to trans- work out now, we'll see. What's going to happen when March comes around? What's Kabila going to do then? You know, what's he going to do then? Is this so? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to know. You know, sometimes I don't want to know.
Okay, my voice ain't that great, so sue me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They don't want to know. Because I don't want to know sometimes. I can't remember who it was that said that an informed man is an angry man. So maybe we need to get people angry to take some movement, take some motion. Post people, we have 11 minutes left here. Um, I want to leave you with the interview I did. But I don't know what the, the the volume would be like on here because it was a, a recording of an interview that I did with Congo Vision some time ago, and a lot of people have been asking about it. So we have 11 minutes left. Let me leave you with that interview, and then, you know, we'll play. You know, we'll play. Uh, let me see how it sounds first. I don't know what the quality would be. And then it's about 11 minutes left. We'll play it off. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I don't know how even if the quality sounds. <laughs> I won't come back, you know. It'll be something like a recording of a recording of a recording. <clears throat> but back to DRC and what we're talking about today. So right now we're at a crossroads. It seems like we've been at a crossroads for some time, and while we've been at the crossroads, the dying has just increased and the killing has just increased. And even sometimes I ask myself, you know, what can we do? What are we missing? What are we overlooking? What ally are we not talking to? I know the Vietnamese, their ambassadors recently spoke at the Security Council about how the killing needs to stop. But what are we missing, people? What are we missing in this equation, in this game? There has to be something that can spark the people to say, look, we're all in this together. This is our country. This is our culture. What is it we're missing? You know, we had the march, so obviously there are people concerned about the culture, about DRC. But, you know, they try, you know, the breaking the silence, that move, movement spread for a little bit. But, you know, what did that accomplish to a certain extent? It, it did get attention, and ironically, the New York Times is writing articles about it. But what can we do that will put the fear of God in these people that's causing these problems back home? Does it take somebody from here running office for office back home and say, hey, look, change for Congo is change for humanity. Yeah, I like that. I'm have to record that one day or write that down. Change for Congo is a change for humanity. We need someone that's going to spark, but we're missing something, people. People are talking, you know, articles are coming out, you know, but when you have the White House cat getting the front page on a lot of these newspapers and on Yahoo.com, and you have 8 million people not getting that kind of coverage that who have been killed and murdered, there's really something wrong. I remember we was watching the news last night, and I looked over at my friend and said, am I understanding this correctly? The, the White House cat, I believe, of Bill Clinton or Jimmy Carter died, and that's breaking news. That, that, that deserves to be on ABC World News, and we have 8 million people, 33,000 a month, 3,000 a day getting murdered, and that gets nothing? I'm missing something. <laughs> there's something wrong with that picture. So we'll obviously... People will say, well, Obama, who has the ear of the president? Well, who has the ear of the people? It's not about who has the ear of President Kabil. There's a lot of people speaking into his ear. It's not about who has the ear of, of President Kagame. There's a lot of people speaking into his ear. It's not about the ear of, of, of what's his name, Yoweri Mosavani. There's a lot of people speaking into his ear. It's not the word of Joseph Coney, the coward. There's a lot of people speaking into his ear. Mostly saying run and hide. But please, who has the ear of the Congolese? Who has the ear of the people? That is the question. It's not all about this 
bougie attitude of who has the ear of this particular politician. Politicians are going to answer their own, to their own constituents. So who has the ear of our constituents back home in the culture? Who out there? And if we know about this person, why are we not elevating this person? Maybe it's more than one person. More than one person. Then we don't have to have like a situation with just one person. It could be hundreds of people, but we have to have people that have the ear of the Congolese themselves, not the Congolese politicians, politicians, but we have to have someone or some people that speaks to the people that has the ears people. That's what we need right now. And until we have that, it's going to be a problem. You know, it's really going to be a problem. What can be accomplished if the, if we're talking and the people feel like they're being left out again? So that's really what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to, people. Because otherwise, it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. It is all for nothing. So, people, let's go a little old school here. You know, because right now, Pantene Chioi is grooving with Madilu system. So, give me a little Veracasa what they're swinging to right now up in heaven. Sangue Kumba Il est toujours difficile d'être aimé que d'aimer. Alinguito Simba Moto, Otikaye, Asimba Moko, la 
People, a dealer system right now is grooving with my Tantin Chioi up, up in heaven. People, we have about two minutes left. I want you to really ask yourself this question. Who has the ear of the Congolese? Who is speaking to the Congolese? I want you to tell me that. Who in your circle do you know? Is it you? Is it the person at your job? Is it some person that you met at a church? You know, Pastor Casareca out here in, in L.A. has the ear of the Congolese through the church. He's one of the few people I trust. You know, he has to, he, he's always about the people. He's about, the, you know, the love, he has the love of the people, so the people have the love for him. Who else out there? You know? He just came to my mind, you know, uh, Uncle Bongo down in San Diego with Leisure. He has the love of the people, so the people love him. The people love Leisure. My mom, my dad, you. You don't even have to be a Congolese, but who has the ear of the Congolese? They can say, this person is listening to me. That's what we have right now, people. So listen, let's take it out of here. Thanks for staying with me tonight, a little low-key show. I'm out of here. I'm Chioyi. I love you. And look out for Congo because we're going to be free one day. Later on, people, I'm gone. <laughs>